Speaking this morning from Raleigh, North Carolina, Governor Roy Cooper announcing that he will be declaring a state of emergency in North Carolina ahead of this weekend's winter storm. Here's his announcement. Good morning, everyone. A winter storm is headed our way, and North Carolina is getting ready for it. The current forecast calls for a significant winter storm likely to impact much of our state. This storm comes at a time of year when North Carolinians are usually hearing Christmas carols about snow and not actually seeing it. But this time, the real thing is headed our way. A winter storm is not a Christmas carol snow. It's serious. I urge you to keep a close eye on the forecast because this storm will have various impacts on different parts of our state. So take steps now to get your family ready. To get North Carolina ready for the storm, I've activated the National Guard to help as needed, and I will be declaring a statewide state of emergency a little bit later today. Depending on where you live and how the storm tracks, you can see rain, snow, sleet, freezing rain, or a mixture of these, along with cold temperatures and gusty winds. People in our mountains and foothills can expect the most snow, more than a foot in some areas. I've seen some predictions up to 18 inches. That's a lot of snow, even for places that are accustomed to winter storms. The triad can expect as much as a foot of snow and sleet. Charlotte can expect significant snow and sleet as well. In the Triangle area, current forecast shows two to six inches with higher amount toward Durham and less snow toward Raleigh. Areas east and south of Raleigh may see less than an inch of snow. But eastern North Carolina isn't in the clear for the storm. The storm could bring heavy rain, coastal flooding, gusty winds, and beach erosion at the coast. Forecasts often change, so stay tuned. Safe travel is the biggest kind of concern you have with this storm. We expect roads and travel to be treacherous, especially along and north and west of I-95, excuse me, I-85 and its corridor. The combination of wet snow and ice and wind could also lead to scattered power outages. Already, utility companies are bringing in extra crews into the state to help restore power if and when needed. Forecasters tell us that temperatures behind this storm will stay cold, which means snow and ice might not melt that quickly. My advice is to keep your family safe through the storm, make sure that you gather your emergency supplies, follow weather forecasts closely, and be prepared to stay put for a few days when the storm rolls in and the roads become slick. Unnecessary travel not only puts you at risk, but it also puts our emergency responders, responders and our law enforcement officers at risk. The more cars we have on the road, the tougher it will be for our Department of Transportation crews to treat and clear those roadways. If you absolutely must travel, clear your car of snow and ice before you drive, slow down, 
and leave room between you and other vehicles. You also want to have an emergency kit in your vehicle, including an ice scraper, jumper cables, tow chain, sander salt, blankets, a flashlight, a first aid kit, and a road map. To get ready at home, now is the time to update your emergency supplies, including fresh batteries for your weather radio and flashlights. And if you lose power and use an alternative heat source, make sure you know how to use it safely. Operate generators and grills outside only and away from open windows or doors to prevent carbon monoxide poisoning. And of course, make sure you make preparations for your pets. For good tips on things you should do, visit readync.org and check drivenc.gov for the latest road conditions. Here at the State Emergency Operations Center, we are doing our part to get ready for the storm. Our state emergency managers are in close contact with local officials and have been coordinating with counties for several days. We will uh, activate the State Emergency Operations Center tomorrow, which is Saturday. Key state emergency response team partners, the Department of Transportation, the Highway Patrol, the National Guard, emergency management, utilities, and others will be here coordinating with us, getting ready for the storm. The Highway Patrol is coordinating with local law enforcement and other emergency responders on plans to check and mark abandoned vehicles on the road to ensure that no one is left stranded and in the cold. Our state troopers are prepared to shift resources to cover potential trouble spots given the forecast, but it looks like it's going to be a wide range of snow here, so we're going to have to have a lot of them out there making sure that our roads are safe. Here with me today is North Carolina's team leading the effort to prepare for this storm. Our Public Safety Secretary, Eric Hooks, Transportation Secretary, Jim Trogdon, Emergency Management Director, Mike Sprayberry, North Carolina National Guard General Todd Hunt, North Carolina Highway Patrol Colonel Commander Glenn McNeil, and we also have uh, to my left here Lee Williamson, who is our American Sign Language Interpreter. All of these will be available to answer questions. We will also have updates tomorrow and likely Sunday, so you can ask questions of them. But first, I'd like to ask Secretary Jim Trogdon if he'd come to tell us about the Department of Transportation's preparations for this storm. Thank you, Governor. Uh, Jim Trogdon, DOT. Uh, yesterday, the North Carolina Department of Transportation started our anti-icing operations in 57 counties in central and western North Carolina. We started in additional five counties uh, from Guilford North to the Virginia line um, in the triad area today. As of 7 a.m., we had 276 trucks and 846 employees placed 205,000 gallons of salt brine for our anti-icing. An additional 80 trucks and 130 employees were also already conducting plowing operations and placed 1,750 tons of salt in the western mountains and higher elevations from snow that occurred earlier in the week. 
We have at the ready 3,000 employees and 2,400 trucks ready to respond to this storm with plows and spreaders, and we have 135,000 tons of salt on hand ready to respond. I would reinforce the governor's recommendation during and after this event, please visit drivenc.gov before you travel because the conditions at your destination may be quite different than where you're starting your trip from. So if you're traveling any distance whatsoever, please visit drivenc.gov for the current road conditions. Thank you. Okay, questions for me or any of the uh, people I have here on stage? Yes, sir. Let, let them be the mic there. Yes. Governor, there are still parts of eastern North Carolina dealing with the uh, hurricanes we had this fall. Are there, is there any special attention to those parts of North Carolina? We are having our emergency operations people working closely with local governments in eastern North Carolina because there is a potential for flooding when we have this kind of precipitation. If they don't get any snow and ice, they're pretty sure going to get some rain, so there may be some flooding issues. One of the things that I'm concerned about is that a lot of these eastern North Carolina counties, kids have missed a lot of school during the hurricane. Many schools had to be repaired. I went to one yesterday in Jacksonville. I'd been to 43 days ago right after Hurricane Florence, and it was in bad shape. They've now gotten their kids back in. They really can't afford more snow and ice days or even flooding days. So we're hoping that the weather will not be as bad in eastern North Carolina and that we can avoid missing school. But our emergency management teams are geared up and ready to go for all kinds of weather. This is not just a winter snow and ice event. This also can be a heavy rain, freezing rain, potential flood, coastal storm event as well. Morning, Governor. What are the expected costs of the snow preparations and the cleanup? Well, we don't know what those are going to be right now. There's money in the budget to make sure we cover and have ready all the Department of Transportation vehicles that we need to provide the treatment to the roads that are necessary. I've activated or I'm going to activate about 150 National Guard troops. One of the things that we keep in mind as we are ready for a storm, we understand that all upping of level of preparation does cost taxpayer money. And we're very careful about ratcheting up pre preparations uh, and are careful about how we do that. The thing we want to be careful about here is that, particularly in the last couple of years, we've had storms that have surprised weather forecasters that they have ended up being more intense than we thought so it's better to be more prepared and not need it than to be underprepared and facing the calamity of a storm we can get you some specific budget figures if you'd like there are a lot of components of this you have the department of transportation and equipment that they need and the personnel that they need to activate these guys are there round the clock. We also have our state highway patrol. There's local law enforcement costs, our emergency management. Uh, we've got the people here working in the operations center. But it's important that they're ready to go, and we hope that this won't be the kind of storm where there will be a lot of cleanup costs, but we will be ready for that in the event that, that happens. How 
It's pretty rare, and particularly a storm of this magnitude. This is the kind of storm that you usually think about after the first of the year. Uh, but here we are December 7th, and we're talking about uh, more than a foot of snow in many parts of our state. That's unusual and significant, but we have to be ready for it. Thank you. Any other questions? All right, we'll work today, and we'll see you guys sometime tomorrow. Thank you very much. We will be publishing updates right here on our podcast feed throughout the day and weekend as news warrants. We're producing a special one-hour edition of the Carolina Weather Group show. It will air live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter tonight, this Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. The audio will be made available after the show right here on your podcast feed. Again, we will be updating this podcast feed throughout the weekend so that if you find yourself in a situation where you need either updates on the go or without internet or power and you're going to be looking for audio updates, updates from your phone, you'll be able to find them right here from the Carolina Weather Group.